Yeah, what's up? You gotta buy all this stuff your friends make. If there's a moral of the story here, it's like if you're lucky enough to know someone who makes something, you should buy it. Not just Hoppin' Hot Sauce, but you should buy Hoppin' Hot Sauce. Hoppin' Hot Sauce, it's the best hot sauce. Hoppin' Hot Sauce, it's the best sauce in the world. Telling you, it's on Amazon. Like, whatever band, whatever restaurant they're running for mayor. Like, if your neighbor is running for mayor, whatever they're in, whatever you're into, you know, someone who does it, you gotta buy it, you gotta consume it, you gotta vote for it. You're only gonna live one time. There's only so many chances to be like, I know this person. I know the person who makes this. You're listening to the What's the Matter with Me podcast. My name is John. I'm 43 years old husband, father of two, small business owner, radio DJ, podcaster. And I have multiple sclerosis and trigeminal neuralgia. I made this podcast to share what I'm going through. We're going to talk about being a disabled business owner. You know, I I have a hot sauce brand that I sell. Last year, I had some chronic pain and it was really hard to manage my business. And now that it's the new year, I'm like kind of seeing it in retrospect. Seeing things in retrospect is always clearer. I want to give a shout out to KFJC. One of the new DJs on KFJC is Claude Hopper and he listens to What's the Matter with Me podcast and back when I was leaving my old house in San Jose, he listened to the episode and he recognized the planes and he knew where I lived. On the east side of San Jose by Reed Hillview. You can always hear the planes going around, always going around in my backyard. So shout outs to Claude Hopper, who was on the air on KFJC Sunday morning, six to nine. He was filling in for Lucky J, but it was cool to hear this guy. I was like, man, you've been a long time coming. Now you're here. Love to have new blood at KFJC because the pandemic made it hard to get Get new people in there. It's starting up again. The same energy that brought me in there is bringing new people in there. So it was good to hear him on the air on Sunday. Shout outs to Claude Hopper. I'm kind of obsessed with a, a definitely minor sport. It's called world chase tag have you seen this it's like a uk sport and it's it's like parkour that's like the the lineage here it's from parkour it's called world chase tag and they carry world chase tag events on espn so i randomly saw it you know in an off time And my son was there. I was like, yeah, what tag? Let's watch this. So it's it's like they're in this kind of arena with a bunch of 
stuff that looks like workout benches, kind of, and obstacle and ladders and kind of like gymnastic pieces. So that's, they're in the arena. The guy who chases is in one corner. And in the opposite corner is the guy who's being chased. You get like 30 seconds to tag this person. So basically the way it works is the person kind of comes at this person in the corner. And the person in the corner waits until they're just about to be cornered. And then they run. They can climb upwards on top of the stuff that's in the arena they can run around on top of it they can crawl underneath it people will run like a monkey using their feet and hands will propel themselves forward it's a pretty great sport like some people are pretty good at avoiding tags people with really long arms that's like tall people in basketball tall is good here but really you want just very very long arms world chase tag it's i'm kind of obsessed with it they run around and if they if they tag the guy they turn the lights in the arena red so it's like kind of it's got this cadence and it's a 30 seconds of evasion and if the guy who's trying to evade doesn't get tagged then the next round it's just a new person chasing the same guy So it has this kind of cumulative effect. It's very fast paced. It's conceptually absurd. You're watching people play tag, but there's something about it. And and I like the parkour kind of European, it seems more sophisticated form of tag. World chase tag. It's descended from parkour. Recommended, recommended, for sure. Over the holidays, I was given a new turntable. You know, and for me, a a turntable records are like not the most accessible format. It's easier to work CDs or my phone and like stream the KFJC app, you know. But I have a bunch of records. I like listening to records. I need to get rid of records. So like I have records. So I got one of those turntables that's automatic. That starts automatically. The turntable is called the ATLP3. It's by Audio-Technica. The ATLP3 fully automatic belt drive turntable lets you take your analog listening experience to the next level. That's kind of marketing stereo talk for you hit play and it automatically puts the record on and then when it ends it automatically brings the needle back by itself. It's automatic. So I appreciate that. My old turntable, it was really hard to get it started. It was an automatic turntable, but it was like completely broken. And it was like, why do I own this? For the last year, I've been like bummed on records because it had like this light, an LED light 
that shined on the side of the table so as it spun you could like adjust the speed to get it exactly right it would have this visual flashing light look and it would when you had them lined up it would be the right speed except the light went out and so i had no idea what the speed was for a long time i could have replaced the light yeah sure when i hit play and the cartridge started tracking over to the record it would let the cartridge down before it got over the record so there was something wrong and then it wouldn't come back when it got to the end of the record and then sometimes you couldn't even get it to stop you would have to press the stop button like a million times you know it probably just had dust or schmutz or something but I'm glad I got a new turntable that works. This one was given to me and the old one was given to me also. So it's not like I'm out a bunch of money here. People in my family see that I have records and they take pity on me and buy me a turntable. This automatic belt drive turntable, you just press a button. I kind of love it and it makes it easier to put on a record and then just press play and it, it it plays it. Then when it's done, it comes back and you just flip it over, hit play again. And it's easier. My family, my son was like, I like watching you do this. It's good to see. Because I used to, we used to just listen to records and the FM radio. That was our old stereo setup. Now we're all stream up, beam up, everything. But we used to really be with this turntable and listening to the radio. So I got this new turntable. They're available around 200, 250 bucks. It's all the way automatic, making things easier. So I can listen to records. Let's see, last night we were listening to a lot of stuff. You guys listen to the American Cream Band? That was a record I bought recently on Bandcamp. I bought Plastic Flame by the American Cream Band. And it's pretty interesting. It, it came with like. It doesn't come in a proper sleeve. It came with x-ray. Not x-ray. Um, 3D glasses. You know like with the old 3D movie. 3D glasses. And it's a. It's kind of a weird band. The American Cream Band. American Cream Band is a love letter to existence posted as the universe's Yelp review. A walk in the garden blanketed in discarded whippet canisters. Melodies act as lonely pieces of plastic scanning the ocean in search of the floating islands where all their friends are at. Eternal trash that longs to be useful again. Dracula's cape is a Dasani label. So let's see about the record. Plastic Flame was recorded and mixed by Luke Tweedy at Flat Black Studio. 
Studios in Lone Tree, Iowa. Shoutouts to the Iowa people. I think I got turned on to this from some Iowans. Editing an additional recording by Nathan Nelson at Earth 2 in St. Paul, Minnesota. Hand clap session by John Miller at Future Condo in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Mastered by Todd Rittman at Shine Diamond Studios in Chicago. So it's like Midwest thing. I like this American Cream band. Oh, also the whole vinyl is on a beautiful flame-colored vinyl, red, orange, and white. It's an edition of 120, so I like this kind of stuff. American Cream Band, Plastic Flame, check it out. It came out in January 2021, January 8th, 2021. So it's a Midwestern stuff, Midwestern concepts, Midwestern concepts, Midwestern concepts. Yeah, somebody in Iowa got me into it. They didn't even recommend it. I was just like, that looks weird. I'm going to get it. And I'm, I'm glad I did. There's some, I think Randy from American Idol would be like, kind of pitchy, but there's something charming about it. It's a psychedelic punk rock. Thing. Soft, soft and smooth. Speaking of soft and smooth, I just saw something in Brooklyn Vegan that kind of flipped my lid the same way American Cream Band flipped my lid a little bit. So on Brooklyn Vegan, the article called Big Joni Announces Their First North American Tour by Amy Geiger, published January 10th. Black feminist punk trio Big Joni have announced their first ever North American tour this spring. So there's a bunch of shows coming up. This is a band Big Joni. I kind of interested black feminist punk. I don't know. It's about as punk as the American Cream Band. So it's kind of punk. If three three ladies playing all they're from the uk they're playing all over the u.s they're playing in san francisco at the rickshaw stop on march 28th and they're playing brooklyn they're playing in union pool on may 25th but that's a sold out show so they added the next night may 26th they're playing at baby's all right so Big Joni, that's the thing. Check it out. You might like it. American Cream Band, Big Joni. I think American Cream Band, less popular than Big Joni. But there's no reason why not. They they might as well all be the most popular bands in the world. I mean, they could pull it off. The one thing, speaking of the most popular band in the world, somebody who's not a band, but they're kind of a band... They're a comedian, an artist. It's Jibs Cameron. Did you ever know her? She's Dynasty Handbag. I met her a long time ago in San Francisco, and I kind of followed it. And she's she's kind of a weirdo creep. So I, I bought a shirt. I had to. It's all about supporting these weirdos, because if you don't do it, no one's going to. Dynasty Handbag is at DynastyHandbag.com. 
She does a thing called Weirdo Night. It's a monthly variety show hosted and curated by Dynasty Handbag, a non-competitive, unaward-winning star search cold case. Enjoy the fruits of my labor, my troubled child. And and they have a submissions link. So submissions, if you want to be on Weirdo Nights and live video footage to dynastyhandbag at gmail.com. It was at Zebulon on December 4th. Sounds like she just rounds up a bunch of weirdos and they have a weird time. It's in the name of comedy. I bought the Weirdo Night Laser Eyes tee in white. It's a long sleeve white t-shirt and it says Weirdo Night. She's there on the cover with the purple lasers shooting out of her eyes. It's for everybody but not for everyone. I had to get a shirt. You guys, if you make a shirt, just email me. John at hoppinworld.com. J-O-H-N at H-O-P-P-I-N-W-O-R-L-D.com. John at hoppinworld.com. And tell me about the shirt that you're making of yourself. It's, you know, I got a business too. I I, um, sell hopping hot sauce and I'm disabled person. Stuff gets bad and I have to shut down. I have surgery. I have to recuperate. But when you're running your own business, you have to pay your sales tax. I do everything a certain date. Get your business license. Get your insurance. You know, do all that. And so it's January. Do you want to have like a really complete picture of the previous year's finances? Since the beginning of January, I've been digging into a file that in July, remember I had surgery surgery on my face, body horror. They electrocuted my face and used radio frequency to fry a nerve and it worked. But in the middle of last year, I was like out of it. It's hard to manage when things get like really acute like that. My biggest customer is a retail chain, William Sonoma, and they have been contacting me since October of last year being like, please invoice us. And I thought I had invoiced them, so I was confused about it. Since October, November, December, January, they've been on me, please invoice. And finally in January, I was like sifting through everything and I realized I forgot to invoice them for their order in July. It was the biggest purchase of Hoppin' Hot Sauce all last year and I forgot to bill them. And luckily they were a big company and the lady whose job it is was like, you have to close out this invoice. You have to invoice us because we got your product and we sold it and I found it and I was like, oh my goodness, I didn't invoice them. So I made all those invoices a couple of weeks ago, sent them out and handled it. I forgot totally. I didn't have my eye on the ball because my disability got the best of me. I had to go into surgery and that created like a backlog of documents and right in that, you know, things fall down cracks. I 
forgot the biggest purchase of Poppin' Hot Sauce last year. Well, it's all sorted. I invoiced it and I'm all caught up. I've I've uh, balanced my credit cards and all my accounts through to this year. So I'm ready to go. So there's good stuff that comes from it. I mean, if you do it all, the business runs. But to be honest, sometimes my body can fail me and it can be hard to manage. Luckily, I have the support I have. I have my wife and I have good partners like William Sonoma that are like, hey, send me the invoice rather than just slink off into the darkness. So it's all taken care of. They're invoiced. It's all, I fixed it all last week. And then I, I just today, I caught up with bookkeeping for 2022. So it's all back there. It's all done. It's important to try and not have task paralysis. So I hadn't balanced anything since July. So I had to start with the credit card and just day by day do it. And over, over a week of just sticking at it, I'm done. It's all done. And so I got a dynasty handbag weirdo night shirt. I was like, it's not for everyone, but it's for everybody. What's up with spam that begins? Hey, dear. Hey, dear. Who who did these people think they are? Hey, dear. No, no. Hey, dear. I take it back. I support spam that begins. Hey, dear. It's just a weeding out because if someone sends me something starting. Hey, dear. I'm like, I know that can't be for me. That cannot be legitimate. Scams, man. Everyone's trying to scam everybody. In the Bowery in the 19th century, turn of the century time, they would have the association scam where you would go around to different businesses and make up an association. Like I would have the Hopping Hot Toss Association. And I would go around to all the businesses in San Leandro and say, hey, you want to join the Hopping Hot Toss Association? And, you know, if they didn't, I, you know, I couldn't protect them. It's a kind of protection racket association. Maybe at the What's the Matter With Me listener appreciation party, we can run a small association scam. You sell someone membership in your association. You're a member in good standing of the Hoppin' Hot Sauce Appreciation Association. Made me think, like, if you can't steal from your friends, who can you steal from? I'm still cooking a lot. I made pulled pork with moho sauce. You know, that's like a Caribbean pork sauce. It's citrus, garlic, and bay leaf. So you kind of marinate them. And then I had some some of that chili paste left over from when I made chili last week. And I just threw that in the moho. It's like rehydrated Guajillo chilies and pasilla chilies pureed with some chicken stock. So I added that to the moho, made it marinate. That came out nice. I made it in the instant pot and it was really easy. Last night, speaking of easy, last night we had meatloaf that came out of that food lab book 
the Kenji Lopez alt, J. Kenji Lopez alt book that I've been looking at. And it was not an easy recipe, but I mean, yesterday it was MLK day. So we're at home and I made it with my wife, but it was a recipe I would not, it was way too complicated. You basically made up a meatloaf, pressed it into a loaf pan and covered that with tin foil, chilled it, then put it on a baking sheet upside down. The meatloaf mixture is jammed up into the loaf pan. It's upside down on a baking rack. After half an hour, you take the loaf pan off and the meatloaf is like in a very regimented loaf shape. And I was like, this is way too much work. My wife helped me. After half an hour, you had to like use hot pads to get the loaf pan off. And so then you have like a brick of meatloaf that you return into the oven, cook for another half an hour, pull it out, glaze it, and then cook it again to brown the glaze. And it was not easy. I was like, but it had all this stuff. It had anchovies, marmite soy sauce it had so many different flavors in it you know that cookbook the food lab book the guy is really asking himself how could this be the best and that's not the right question you know me i'm trying to solve what can i do that will be the best what is something that i can accomplish that will be the best result The meatloaf was good, but it wasn't easy. And it was way, it was just too many steps. The one thing I thought was interesting about this recipe was that the mirepoix, the onion, carrot, celery, was pulsed in a um, food processor till it was like very finely chopped. Not pureed, but almost There were too many steps. There was like chicken stock with gelatin on it with like a whole ounce of gelatin. So much gelatin that it smelled disgusting. You were like, man, that's a lot of gelatin. That's like a solid cow hoof worth of gelatin. Yuck. It wasn't a good recipe. It was a good meatloaf, but I would not make the recipe again. I make my meatloaf as easy as I can. I would settle for a less good meatloaf that I could actually make. So food lab meatloaf, we will go back to the drawing board on that. Pulled pork with the mojo sauce is good because we have a bunch of citrus right now. We have like lemons and limes and navel oranges. They're just everyone's coming by with them. So in mojo sauce, you got like four pounds of pork shoulder two-thirds a cup of citrus juice so that's plenty of citrus you got a lot of citrus to go through you need to make mojo sauce and it'll remind you of the dominican restaurant there was this restaurant called the baseball restaurant in bushwick they had mofongo and pernil which is like pork shoulder it was good But the mojo with the chiles in it was kind of like chiles and mojo kind of combination of the Caribbean with Mexican flavor. So, I mean, you can't beat that. It was good. It was good. Things don't have to be just the best all 
that's not the only dimension we're looking at is it possible all right thank you for tuning into the what's the matter with me podcast you can check out your source for what the matter with me podcast what's the matter with me.org you can find what's the matter with me podcast on apple podcast wherever you're looking for it if you subscribe on the website on what's the matter with me.org, you'll get a nice, amazing email every time with all the info and a link to the new episode. Think about it. Go to what's the matter with me.org and subscribe. Let's do the big rundown. Shout outs to Claude Hopper. I'm obsessed with World Chase Tag. American Cream Band is pretty good. Big Joni is coming from the UK. Dynasty handbag shirts are cool. Things get acute and kind of pile up on me and then I forget and it becomes hard to manage my business. What's up with spam that begins, hey dear? Hey dear you, who are you calling? Dear, the scam of the 1890s, the association scam. If you can't steal from your friends, I made pulled pork with moho sauce. Moho, M O J O, moho. Last night we had the meatloaf, it was too hard. That's the rundown. Thank you for tuning in to What's the Matter with Me podcast. You mean email, I'll send you a shout out. It's John, J O H N, at Hopping World. J-O-H-N at H-O-P-P-I-N-W-O-R-L-D dot com. Want to send it out one more time for Hopping Hot Sauce. Let's hear that, Jams. Hopping Hot Sauce, it's the best hot sauce. Hopping Hot Sauce, it's the best sauce in the world. The world, I'm telling you. Hopping Hot Sauce. It's the best hot sauce, hopping hot sauce. It's the best sauce in the world. I'm hopping right now. Hopping hot sauce is the truth. There's none like it. Thanks for tuning in to What's the Matter with Me podcast. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>